Welcome to the Infinite Creative Podcast. My name is Fitz, and this is... Sean. Yeah. Um, we're like kind of creative freelancers, and this podcast is all about creating and freelancing and doing podcasting. So today we're focusing on the podcasting aspect and just keep it a little bit loosey-goosey. Um, we've got a couple topics, but we're kind of just leaning into like making a living of shorts, what my experience are, because I have another podcast where I basically interview like TikTokers and influencers and videographers, and we do produce some shorts, and I know some people who make some money with it, I don't know anybody who makes a living with it, even though they have like thousands of followers and millions of views, um, but yeah, the other thing that we want to talk about is gut feelings, um, my gut feeling right now is like, I don't know, this episode could be really good or could be... You have to say good. <laughs> really, really, really good. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's how, I, that's how it feels. That's how the gut feels right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we should jump into gut feelings. Or, or should we first do um, the YouTube thing? What do you feel like? Uh, I mean... Let's let's do that. Let's do the YouTube stuff. Let's get into the nitty gritty and end on some fun stuff. Okay, I I have to ask you then a couple of questions. But okay, um, let's talk about <laughs> YouTube news. The YouTube news is like they finally came out with a program where you can get paid for your views, and that sounds great. Or well, but on that note, Sean, would you expect how many views you should get to be paid on YouTube? I, I, I mean. I kind of briefed you so you already have an idea, but what was your initial idea of like how much money you could make with a short and how much do you need? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, in, the uh, in, in terms of like making money on a short, it's, I don't know, it's like, the, it's, it's kind of ambiguous on purpose. I mean, views on videos are, are something like, I don't even know there, right? That's, I don't even know those numbers, like 20,000 okay. would maybe you'd start to get paid something maybe on the shorts. But okay. it'd be nothing, and then it'd maybe be something substantial when you hit a million. I don't know. Okay, yeah. okay. I think, like, I should dive a little bit into that because, like, I don't know, like, um, most people probably don't know or kind of know or kind of don't know. But I made my first $100, I think, like, four years ago on YouTube when the rules were different and it was better to be a small creator. So the requirement was, like, just get 100,000 views, get, um, I think, like... Uh, over a hundred subscribers and that's all you had to do and then you mm -hmm. basically get paid per thousand views and the amount is depending on your cpm and that is like um basically oh we're getting visitors um basically it says like if you have a thousand views you maybe get like one year a dollar or maybe up to five dollars depending on what type of ads they can put in front of your video but it's very interesting because i made a video with 300 views and i made like four dollars on it and I, I felt like what hmm. and it was like just a little um skit about making laundry but apparently it was good paying and i liked it and it kind of got me hooked on like wait a minute you can make money with youtube and yeah since then the rules have changed you need like four thousand hours of watch time which is really hard to get and you need to have a thousand subscribers um obviously that is already a hard bar to pass if you don't really have a niche but now with the whole shorts kind of sort of situation, it's really easy to get a lot of views. So you would assume like you would get paid. But for the longest time, YouTube is not paying for shorts. So it's basically there's a lot of people growing an account with um, 
short content and it's like all vertical. That's what I mean with shorts. Um, but obviously they don't make any money. Um, obviously you get a lot of views and you get some good following, but you cannot really monetize it because they just want to go there and see the little skit. But finally, they came out with a monetization program, and the monetization program is a little bit rough, up to my opinion, because you need to have in 90 days 10 million views, and that number is kind of bonkers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, wait, so you have to have 10 million views in 90 days? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, on average. So, so insane. Yeah, so here's us kind of struggling with producing shorts, and we should do more shorts because the podcast itself is really hard to grow because it's long-form content. Mm -hmm. Not everybody has time for it, but if you just mm -hmm. get the, the best content out of like an hour, that will usually go like, oh, you get 1,000 views or maybe 2,000 or 5,000, whatever, you know, somewhere mm -hmm. in, in that range or maybe just 200. But, yeah, mm -hmm. that is for a small creator now the numbers <clears throat> Now divide that by 10 million. And I'm just like, in 90 days? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, it's not really meant for the small creator. And I'm like, oh, it's kind of rough. Yeah, it is. I mean, but it's 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 serving two different purposes, I guess. I guess they're I guess they're really just recognizing that some short creators are so amazing that they're probably getting hundreds of millions of views, even. They're hitting these crazy benchmarks. So yeah. So I'm because because really it's shorts in my opinion I may be completely wrong up to this point has just been like good promotion it's just a good way to bring people in yeah. um, it's never really been it's always about bringing them in and then giving them the the main content so like yeah in our case you're right like we we could benefit from doing kind of separate shorts on the side that point to the podcast um, and they could be clips from the podcast I think it's even more fun when it's stuff that's outside of the podcast. But like, um, but you're right. Like, where? But it's interesting because I think them doing this show tells me that like, there's people so good at just the shorts now that they are, um, that yeah, that it's worth actually offering to pay. But you're right. Like that 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 is a lot of of hits that something has to make. That's a lot of. Well, and it's easier for those things to get hit. I mean, they get those views so much more, so it's just this economy of scale, right, where the bigger the bigger videos... I mean, I've even seen... I'm sure you've had this, where you've even seen, like, a star have a video on yeah. YouTube, and it's only hitting 5,000 or 10,000. It's a measly small number, and you're like, what the heck's going on here? But then you see these... I, I've seen reels on YouTube already, and shorts and things, uh, even on Instagram, all of this stuff. I know I'm now mi mixing up all the verbiage, but... I've seen these shorts where they're just like they're 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 nothing. They're like not even well made, and sometimes I don't even understand the concept. And it's like three million hits. So, so it's this different world. It's weird. So, so we are talking a lot about like um, the great equalizer about with like having tools really cheap available, and now we have all that camera shenanigans, and everybody has an iPhone four four free lenses on it. You know, front back whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Now, with the whole internet, everybody has, like, a way to monetize it. It's also, like, the great equalizer. The only problem is it's not equalized with the income because you need to hit those crazy numbers to make a, a living. We're, we're not talking about, like, just making some money. You just have to hit those crazy numbers to make some mm -hmm. money. And now it's like, yeah, it's kind of tough on the bottom. What do you think about, like, trying to become an influencer in these days? Or what is your opinion in general on that? If you're like, okay, I want to get a lot of views, and that's your main concept. Just be honest. I'm, I want to. I want to just like hear the whole. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Shanaru. Here's the real Shanaru. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's hard for me to say because I'm not an influencer. So, so that's where I feel yeah. a little hesitant to even say because it's like me talking about something I haven't really done. But, but I but, would but say, do you like, know what I mean? It's like so. But firsthand experience, yeah, firsthand experience of trying to run up this hill of getting getting noticed um, in the online world. Uh, it's. It comes down to the niche, I think. It's like it's interesting because it's like being weirder now, it, you get rewarded. Even if it's negative weird, I hate to say, but being weirder now in an influencer world seems to be the best thing. Um, okay. And funny comedy. I mean, I, I still come back to comedy. I, I think the funniest people like tend to rise to the top, even, even out of like – you could even have the looks, and it's all about your looks and how beautiful you are, but – even the girl that's our guy that's just as beautiful as you, but comedic rises past you. I've noticed. Yeah. I mean, so so yeah. us comedic goofballs, we actually have a shot because we're like <laughs> funny. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> we don't. This whole podcast is just like not trying to be funny, but I think secretly yeah, we're bad, hilarious. You know, yeah, yeah, we really yeah. are. <laughs> but on that note, like for me, it's like a kind of interesting concept because like on my podcast, I interviewed a bunch of people, and some of them. They're pulling in like 4 million views and it's more about like you have the following, you get a sponsor and then you make money with the sponsor and the views don't really pay anymore. And now it's like, oh, the views from shorts are like really hard to monetize and you don't even get the spillover. So basically like if you have a following, they don't really care because they just like swipe, swipe and don't care. It's like, it's a really weird time. If you would have the same traffic like five years ago or 10 years ago, oh my God, everything would be so different. Yeah, yeah. well, it's it's crazy because, you know, we are unlocking new generations of people too that are, and I think where you found this people is in the places like TikTok and stuff, the young people, the 16-year-olds, 14-year-olds that are just entering in. So they're becoming the new consumers. Yeah. And it's kind of creepy in a weird way, like how cannibalistic like the marketing people are to that. Like they're immediately like, let's get in there. The kids are in there. That's where we want to be. And it's kind of crazy. Sell. So now, you know, Pepsi's in TikTok and you got like, you know, whatever. I go down the list. It's just like so it's like this, the safe space kind of gets invaded a little bit. And um, yeah. so it's really it, we're in this weird thing now. And then so so it's like shorts are the new thing, I think, because that's what what young people really like. And. Yet again, just like I said last episode, I hate to say it, but we're, we're not those young people anymore. We are we are now the yeah. so old marketing like a, people. A weird thing that I realized is like some young people don't even do the social media anymore. And it's like kind of like a weird thing, you know, like I don't want to mm -hmm. even be on there, you know. And I'm just like, this is really healthy. And, you know, it's like you feel bad when you sit there and scroll all day on your phone. And, yeah, I'm yeah. doing that a little bit. But, yeah, I, I don't know so, what's your experience with social media. How do you consume it? Are you like... Well, I, I wanted to bring something up here that's actually really interesting that's just made me think of. I was having this conversation the other day about um, how cool it is to meet people that aren't on social media, that are just really rad people. But then on the other end, how that's you, – you get this weird sadness too that like they don't share it. Like it's this like it's, – it's interesting. Like it's both beautiful and tragic yeah. when they – when people don't have – they don't share anything they do like – you know, like, um, he was talking about this guy he met that was, like, a rock climber who also paints while he rock climbs. Like, he'll set up a canvas and, like, start painting on the side of a cliff, like, an open-air thing. I was like, oh, cool, where can I find him? He's like, he doesn't do anything. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, you, that's... you got to climb the same hill to find his painting. And I was just like, this guy can make so much, like, <laughs> doing that. Like, that's so cool, right? Like, yeah. like that, that would be really cool. That's a cool niche, but... um. 
But so, but it's kind of beautiful in that way too. Like we'll never, we can't just Google that. You'd have to find him, and that's kind of cool. That reminds me of those Buddhists, you know, when they have those sand gardens and they they make it really pretty and then they destroy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, what's interesting it's like about the same thing, you know, nobody will know how pretty it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's well, the yeah? Exactly. I mean, and, and that's okay too. In a weird Buddhist way, it's like as long as you made it and you did it, then that's all yeah. that mattered. Is that it did happen? Um, but yeah, no. It's it's so it's so I don't know. So I mean, to kind of bring it back, it's like the I I almost feel like there. I think we think of influencers as online, but I think what you and I just talked about just briefly is. Is there influencers offline? And, I, and there is, obviously, right? You have, like, yeah. movie stars, for example, that before there was even an internet that really we were all on, there was, like, Brad Pitt's and Michael Keaton's and Julie Roberts's and stuff like that, that they were so – they, so they were influencers. And, you know, you have government influencers. So there's influencers outside of the digital realm, too. But – um so maybe that's next. Maybe that's what all the kids are doing after TikTok. They're like, you know what? Photo, video, text. That's all it is. Yeah. And then maybe there's augmented reality. So that's really the next step, I guess. But then, you know, after that, it's like <sighs> that, that kind IRL. That me again, you know, because like back in the day, you always had like um, a leader, a hero or whatever, you know, a person that inspires you where you look up to. And even if AI and all that stuff is like, getting really big you still will look to your fellow human being and will try to uh, strive into that direction who's the best around you and flock to them and be like i maybe want to be as good as him even though he's not as good as that program whatever you know and you still get inspired mm -hmm. so there's always hope because we <laughs> ended some of the podcasts like a little bit dark but i just wanted to throw that out there you know like it's like <laughs> You don't want to end it dark like we've ended like every podcast so far. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right, um, but no, I Nobody mean like makes it to the end. Yeah. So if I was to like give you know me not being an influencer to give someone like hey if you want to have influence it would be you know go back to some of the lessons we've talked about in this of of finding niches having empathy for other people and being real with that empathy so go out leave the good comments be nice to people tell them good job you know get that tribe around you. Um, because if you can get that small tribe, which I've done in real life, I'm really happy to say I have a very small tribe of people that are super dedicated and love me. Um, do that online is what I would say. At least get the 10, 20 people. If it's your mom and your two neighbors, whatever, like get those people that are going to like every single thing out of love. Oh boy. Um, I'm just imagining now like a 50 year old trying to build a tribe and he's like just trying to make friends with two chatbots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? And there's that too, yeah. I mean, I, I'd almost be happy to get a lot of bots to start following <laughs> some of my things. Hey, look, man, I got 10K. Uh, yeah, verified and everything. I'm influencing an election, maybe, but whatevs, bro. I got 10K. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah. so it's it is interesting. I mean, there's there's bad things about being an influencer too, though. Try to take that's what I would also say is like at least enjoy now that you're not that important. You can say stupid stuff. You can put crap out there. No one cares. Yeah. So at least enjoy the animosity and and animosity. The being secret. I I don't know, yeah. but um, but enjoy that. Enjoy that. And like, don't don't worry about the come up. You know, just make good shit. That's what it yeah. comes down to. It's just like if you were going to make a cool rap album, it'd just be like, well, make cool stuff, you know. Make sure to share it. 
put it out there. Just like you and I are in this podcast, we're, we're just like, we're creating stuff. And even if it doesn't get views, it's out there. And I like that idea that it's just out there in the ocean of the internet and yeah. it can be found and it can pop off later. Till, till I come down and cut those stories because I'm working on it. I, I have like a good master plan. So I saw some people like basically just like batch cutting everything. And it's just like one minute, one minute, one minute, one minute, one minute. And it just scheduled the upload. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just doing that too now. But we need to find our time. But it goes all back to like just produce good work and just like focus on the thing. Like those Buddhists and whatever, you know. They make it as good as possible and then move on after they destroyed it. Right. Well, and if we're going to talk about Buddhism and use it as an example, I would say, you know, the Buddhists, when they're doing the sand garden, they're focusing on the act of making the sand garden completely and utterly. They don't care about what happened before or after then. And so I would say that, too. Focus completely on your craft. Be present. Who cares what they're doing over there and over there? Just do good stuff. Just focus 100 percent on what you're doing. Yeah. And okay. the money will come. Yeah, so on that note, like, I think we should switch gears again because, like, we, we talked a little bit about the weird reels and videos and all that shenanigans. What's popping in your life, Sean? <laughs> What's popping in my life? Um, yeah, I mean, right now I just got done um, with um, a few different meetings. I got some new websites that are popping off. I got a okay. call back about the Gold Nuggets. Go see the Space Force and Gold Nuggets episode. I think it's episode like five or I don't know, something. And um, But that that came out. We, we made the hats for them. They went and gold panned, and they didn't find any gold, but they almost did. And he had another project um, for the Black Sand Club, so... I'll have to show you that one. That's kind of under process, the, the black sand club. So black sand, just so you know, is what you find before you find gold. But if you find a lot of it, it means that there's no gold, but that you're close to gold. So it's kind of a joke for them that, like, we can always get close to gold, but we're not finding it. So it's the black sand club. Um, hey, I did not know that. That's actually pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, there's a Colorado gold find, in fact, for you. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, so that's going on. You know, I've been um, really just trying to get an organizational system together that's working a little bit better for me. Yeah. I think that, and for that, that just means like just I'm playing more with, with so things much. like Calendar, Notion, doing that. How's that working? Am I getting overwhelmed? Why am I getting overwhelmed? Um, yeah. But other than that, you know, I'm trying not to fill my plate too much. So it's been a lot of fun stuff, too. You know, like I, I've talked about the D&D campaign, been doing lots of disc golf and stuff and just kind of getting away from the computer, which has been nice. Um, the art, my art's still in that gallery. So I've had a couple close calls to selling paintings and stuff of the event of you posing with your art because that is promotional material. And that's <laughs> what I always recommend getting so you can flex for the Internet. It's true. I do need to flex better <laughs> to the internet. This is funny because this is almost like a Zoom call with my marketing <laughs> guy. This is my marketing consultant, actually. Um, end the call. End the call. Um, but yeah, so I uh, yeah, so I do. I need to get a little bit better at that. I uh, I started Instagram for it, and I can't even tell you the name of it. I didn't even add anything. But um, yeah, so I I focus too much on making stuff. So so for all of you out there. Maybe do a little bit more of me, but don't go fully in and com completely yeah, forget you, you about promoting. Yeah, you kind of want to be somewhere in the middle of here, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally like in the middle of, of both of our heads. Um, yeah. But yeah, how about you? What's new in your world? Give it, throw. I know um, you've got lots going on, but just throw yeah. us one of them, really. So, so I kind of struggle right now with um, 
I, when I briefed you, I was like, okay, gut feeling. And I'm like, it's a, a thing that I ignored, but I, I shouldn't ignore, you know, like making priorities. And there's apparently a couple rules that always stay true, even though it goes well for a moment. And I, I'm like, should I listen now? Because like, um, I got a client back where I had like, well, it was a lot of work, a lot of maintenance that shouldn't be, you know. Oh, but I'm like, I, do I want to go back to that? You know, because like the gut feeling was like, no. And I got away from it on good terms, obviously, and everything. But now it's coming back again. And I'm like, should you break those rules? What is your opinion on that? If you have a gut feeling about like clients and in general, doing work, doing not doing the work, you know, because I have a couple projects going on where I'm like, gut feeling is like, ah. Yeah, I mean. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's that uh, gut feelings are so important. I mean, I, I I'll tell you what. I mean, and I ignore them more than I should. I really, I really, I end up tell, I end up telling my myself like, oh, it's fine. No, you're just overthinking it. It's, it, but, but they are important. I mean, um, yeah, it's it's one of those things like forget, forgive, but don't forget type of thing. So. Uh, like I, I, I'll, I'll let people back in if they haven't fully blown up the bridge. Um, if they haven't done that, then I'll, I'll maybe like, okay, let's see if you've learned your lessons. Let's have a meeting. Let's like, I'll like, if her test was like, couldn't show up to a meeting on time, I'd be like, well, let's have a meeting. Let's see if you show up on time. If you don't, then, then things aren't different. (laughs) So I've done that before where like, even let's say I've even had it where projects like ended and they, and they were like unhappy about the price or something even. And there's some weirdness there. And then they come back like six months later. I'll, I'll even then be like, Oh, okay. Well then let's do this smaller chunk and let's see if you want to pay for this smaller chunk. Then like, I almost have to like test to see like you're, you're cool with price, right? Like before I get back to that level. So, I mean, um, yeah, so no, follow your gut feeling because you're not desperate <laughs> for work. You got, I mean, you de- we're all desperate for money, but like not necessarily work. I mean, like yeah. that's what I've had to start think saying to myself, and this is kind of a newer thing this year is like, like do the um, like you got to think about your side hustles too, and like if this thing is is lesser than your side hustles, less than other paying work, less than yeah. all of these things, then like yeah, it's respectful for you to just tell them no because if you go into it, you're going to go into it weird already. It's like this, you're, you're already going to be acting different than you would a normal client you're excited to be with. And that's kind of already weird. So you may yeah. even create a weird situation, I would say. So so I would say, no, just politely say, sorry, you got too much work. Like, it sounds like you don't need to burn the bridge. Just I would just be yeah. like, yeah, sorry. I'm, I got too much stuff on my plate right now to do this. Yeah. Well, that's the true, true. That's the truth, isn't it? You got a lot on your plate, I, I think. Yeah, no, that- there's a lot of stuff going on, my dude. Uh, I have gas, apparently, because, like, in the background, you see my new, like, um, transmitter and receiver set up for my camera. And now I can transmit live streams, and yeah, I'm so hype about it. And, yeah, want to play yeah. a little bit more with it. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Got a wedding coming up where I'm going to use it and live streaming to Russia. This will be very interesting. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So to kind of keep playing with the gut feeling, um, I mean, I think, um, I think that comes with everything too. I think the, the place I actually don't see people follow their gut feeling is actually when they're getting that full-time job. It's so crazy because the whole idea of getting a job is really interesting where you, you go in 
Like, well, you have to find it usually. I mean, sometimes you get headhunted. I've been headhunted a lot this year, but a lot of it's turned into nothing. But, but yeah. like a lot of the time, like you, you have to go find it. Um, there's an opening. You're lucky. You go, you apply, you have to do a cover letter. You have to send them a link to your portfolio, things like that. And, and it's interesting because it's already starting with you kind of desperate to get it. And I've seen so many people miss the red flags in that first interview, even, um, so like one of the first things that I like to look at that, that is a great telltale sign is how do they talk about the person that they, that you replaced, right? If it yeah. was, it, was there a video guy before you, was there a marketing director before you, was there an S was there a search engine optimization per, person before you? And, and if there was like, why did that not work? And like, and if, and if they're a polite and they're awesome to work with, you're going to hear that they're like, you know, that they're. If, even if that person did a bad job, they're going to still be empathetic. They're still going to talk well about that person. They're still going to be nice. And but but the bad people are the people that are going to just pounce on that person, call them crap, say everything they did was a waste of time, you know, waste of money, all of those things. And if you and if you hear that, don't think that you, that'll never happen to you, right? And yeah. you know, so so that's one of them. Is in an interview, how do they talk about past people? Um, but. Yeah, it's crazy though. I've I've had so many friends recently I've talked to that they get desperate to get the job. They they just miss the red flags. They miss that they can say no. It's kind that of shiny you, you can say no. Syndrome. You know, like sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, oh, it sounds so good because like you see all the good stuff about it, but not the bad stuff about it. You know. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of weird. So yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's yeah. You just have some bias that you 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 want you want it to do well, so it has to do well. And if yeah. by doing well, that means you get hired. You never think of doing well as you saying no to a job that you're applying to. That's that you don't just think of that. What, what do you think but, about that concept? You know, like um, going against the gut feeling can be fine if if like the rules that are like okay, your your rate is at least paid, you know, and it's good for the money and stuff like that. But if you compromise on like two or three things, then it's definitely not worth it, even if there's one awesome thing. What do you think about that? Yeah, well I think it just it, it just depends on like um what's what's the context of that gut feeling, I think. Yeah. Um you know do you do you see things or do you hear things that later you're thinking about and making you feel weird about something like that's something to definitely follow if is it is it but is it something like where you should do something but you're too scared to do it and you're you're that's the gut feeling is fear but you you know you just usually have a fear so you like you you know you're scared of public speaking so you have a gut feeling you're going to be scared to do this speech that's different that's like okay. That's like something that like you can change that gut feeling. It's still trying to help you, but it's but now it's no longer serving you where there's other things that are helping you. It's like so because your gut feeling, you know, you know how that works, right? So the gut actually has a nerve that actually goes is the fastest nerve to your brain comes from your gut. And yeah. so so that's why they call it gut feeling. So it's so it's actually like uh, it's actually like a survival type of instinct. It, it really is trying to ha- help you when you, when you feel it. Now, sometimes that well, may be warped. Now warped. I'm kind of confused though, because like if, if you say gut feeling, did you assume like fear or did you assume like, Oh no, like something is probably off and I shouldn't do it because like whatever, you know, it's not a fear thing. It's just like a disagreement and or not like seeing the long term potential. Well, right. Well, it's the same thing that if you saw, like you were in a dark parking lot and saw three guys with handguns out, your body immediately <laughs> lovely people. We should probably go say hi. Maybe get them on the podcast. But um, <laughs> you get one right next to me, and I get one right next to me.
Hell yeah, man. The other one is like going to the sprinter, offloading my new camera okay. setup. <laughs> yeah, never mind. They're perfectly nice people. I mean, um, <clears throat> uh, but you know, so, but like it's, so it's like you, you feel this like reaction immediately and you don't even have to think about it. And so, you know, so it's, your body is trying to save you and help you. And I think like that happens in the interviews too. And you start to see these things are even someone's mood and how they talk. Like there, there's definitely something to be said about that where like someone walks into a room, like you're about to get interviewed by your new boss and he walks in the room and you get this yeah, real like, weird, damn. dark vibe. You're like, Oh, this is going to suck. Then like, then follow that because like that it sucks when you don't, because like the time scales are what you lose. Then you waste a year yeah. or two years. It's like, Oh my gosh, that's when it's like, you should have just walked out that day and you could have gone on to the next thing. True. True. Yeah. So don't waste the time. Yeah. On, on that note, what are you struggling with? Like you have any, like, um, besides you said, organ organization. I'm like, wait a minute. Like I'm the guy with the organization, you know, where I'm like, yeah, I'm still, it's a constant that. struggle, my friend. Yeah. Um, at least for me, it's a constant struggle. What am I struggling with a lot these days? Well, it, it well, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm doing okay right now. I think I'm not really. Like I know that sounds it sounds very trite, enough, but uh, often enough, you know what I mean. Like I'm doing okay, yeah. and that's that's kind of what I feel like. The the future could be obviously be better and more positive with like news mm -hmm. in general. But overall, like even if certain things don't work out, I'm like ah. Doesn't phase me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with a lot. You know, I, I had a lot of obstacles to overcome this year. I feel like, and I think we're all just finally getting over 2020 yeah. a bit, where it's literally taken two years it, and still taking some time for people to really fully get over this pandemic and what it did to all of our lives and like rock yeah. the boat so much. But um, we will be different people afterwards. Yeah, imagining you know, everybody's like, ah, stress doesn't phase me at all anymore. <laughs> World War Four, whatever, have been done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think I don't know. I think we're all stronger because of it, which is good. I I feel stronger because of it. But yeah, I mean, I mean, overall, I'm I'm doing really good. I'm I'm not happy with how much time it takes me to get things done. So that just tells me that the processes need to get a little smoother. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I'm organizing. One thing that's I'm having a hard time with is what tools to pay for, what tools not to like, should I get shoved into this iCloud world where I'm using iCloud? Should I not, should I keep resisting it? And so yeah. it's all of those types of things right now, which are not design things in terms of design. I'm just trying to learn new types of code, which have been fun. I, we, I just finished a website with a friend teaching him a lot of code and it's been cool to see him grow. So, so that's, so yeah, so no, it's, uh, yeah, it's all been good stuff. Um, based though, you, you pay for a mid journey, you know, and, yeah. How do you feel about that? Was it a recurring thing or is it like a... Um, yeah, it's once a month, like $10 once a, uh, every month. Yeah, this adds up. I, that's the only mm -hmm. thing I don't like, you know, like when you have to pay monthly for the things. And it's like a bunch of little things will cut into Yeah, and if I'm being money. honest, I need to go it, I need to go in the budget and probably cut out a lot more again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's for me, it's, it's being used. It's yeah. When it's not getting used, I mean, I get 200 a month and I mean, even for our last podcast, I mean, I, I went through quite a bit just for that. I mean, that was like 50 images total, maybe 75 images of like, cause yeah. it counts all the revisions and everything. Actually on that note, um, I, I had a live stream waiting for my package and basically it was like editing via live stream, um, my, our podcast and mm -hmm. people like the Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, 
Did I say that wrong? I think it did. A little bit. But I spelled it wrong, <laughs> so you might as well say it how I spelled it. <laughs> it could be. But basically, that, that was a really good image because, like, the pizzas there, basically everybody liked, like, the top right and the top left. It was pretty good. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so totally worth it. Totally yeah. worth it. My $10 was worth it for that one image, that masterpiece. Exactly. Um, but no, I mean, like, even running the Dungeons & Dragons campaign with all this crazy art, people were, like, blown away. They are like, did you do this? And I had to, like, at the end of it... Do you have Actually, I'm kind of curious about that. Can you, can you throw them on? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. I mean, it's a dark campaign, so... Yeah, let's go. We're, we're... Look at my room. I'm, like... I'm, I'm not even, like, in the... No, you're in the dark cave. Yeah, you have the... the, the... Warm colors going on with the warm light. I have the blue light. I'm cold. <laughs> You're cold. What, what was cold. that? Game of Thrones with the ice people or whatever they were? Yeah. Uh, I'm bad with like Ice theory. walkers? I yeah, ice yeah. walkers. Call me the ice walkers. Walker. White walkers? White walkers. That's the name. White walkers. Yeah, pretty. White pretty. walkers. Robots. Hitting the spot. All right. But yeah, uh, on that note, everybody who's listening, please make sure to like the podcast on Spotify. Um, but yeah, let a comment down below what you do for um, your creative outlets because like we would like to discover more creative niches. And we're kind of like in our world. Sean's like the web designer, graphic designer, and I'm like the videographer. So I'm like everything by me surrounds video and like gear and all that stuff and like creating content. And Sean's world is like um, making paintings and designing logos and websites. So I'm kind of curious what other jobs are out there. Actually, on that note, I'm currently, I think like I will pull up something. Um, I want to know the well, and I'm ready to most go. creative, creative right jobs. Creative jobs of 2020. But 2022. <clears throat> that okay, is so, like now a thing. So I'll quickly show this. So these are some of the things from the D and D session. Um, so this was a Ooh. dark, mysterious courtroom with a with a with a mysterious magistrate in it. Um, hopefully, none of my D and D parties uh, watching because some of these they didn't actually go to. These are just like alternate things that happened. Um, here's an alternate to that, that one. Looks I like really good though, my dude. Yeah, this was after a few revisions, and then this yeah, was the one I damn. revised a lot, where they were they were like looting this kind of um, dark mages room. So I made this like thing where this is what it looked like as they were, and then uh, this is the village that they like had to explore with ravens. It was all raven motifs. So yeah. I put all these cool little places for ravens to sit on all the houses. I love that. It like yeah. just came up with that as like a what that would be a cool invention because I kept saying Look it was how like real that looks though I'm I'm baffled to be honest like you know what, yeah. what did you type in for that did oh I have to, like I, copy and paste the description of the you know I didn't keep track of these I should have because I did really I did like a really big one where like has like which we showed last one where we showed you know you can have you know different quality so I had the quality all the way up and maximized so it took forever to render and stuff but um. But it was it was amazing. So like yeah, this one was probably like village with mysterious village with mi with mist with a sur surrealist moon in background with ravens and raven motifs and it's just like and what's funny is I think this one actually believe it or not someone actually 
liked it on the on the discord and started doing their <laughs> own versions out of it so that was kind of funny to see that someone totally just started stealing this concept <laughs> but and then what? they they met this what this was really cool i like this one where they went into this church and yeah. there's like this druid priest so it had to look very like elvish and so and on stuff. that note though for dungeons and dragons that will kind of determine like um the ideas they come up with you know because they see the environment they you know um, yeah, yeah. And it was an interesting thing because I tried not to do it all the time because I don't want to ruin their imagination for it, too. But I wanted to give them a couple just key scenes so they could really dial in. And I think it worked a lot to like kind of this was like a dungeon they had to break someone out of. And yeah, so it, so it was really cool, though. I think they were because I just had an iPad that I was able to kind of splash this on throughout the game. And it was just really cool for them to be like, you walk into a church, you see this druid on the floor with all of these candles around her and you just like see this image they were like oh my god this is epic and i have the music playing of course and stuff like that so it's like kind of like how do you break down the fourth wall right yeah. um how do you or like how do you create that fourth wall really and so it's um yeah so i i loved it for that like i really blew their minds they were like they were like because some of it was just too close to the story where like if i was to yeah. just go searching for that stuff i would never find it that close to my story something but it would something close be, but it wouldn't wouldn't be yeah, like the exact the look but that was just like they were just blown away. They were like, "Whoa!" And like you know, I had shown you I'd made an, a little intro video too for the campaign using After Effects, where it had like this 3D yeah. like text. So like they're just like, uh, like it's cool to kind of bring your creative world into these projects, where yeah. you're just like, "Oh, you don't even know I'm going to be the best dungeon master in the world because I, I can do all the <laughs> wait creative till you things. see my dungeon." <laughs> exactly. So, um, but yeah, Turned so it's cool well. for that stuff. Well, and yeah. it's interesting because as I did this, I was like, you know what? We, there is an AI out there that can that can write copy, right? And there's an yeah. AI here that can do this stuff. Like well, you and I could make a short story today, a graphic novel today in one day. Yeah, it's well, just it insane. The, the world is different, but I also like I. You kind of get lost in the uh, in the the hustle and the struggle, you know. Like, oh, gotta grow a following, gotta make money and make great art and like get to be known, blah blah blah, you know. I, I kind of mm -hmm. got into this movement where it's like, okay, I need to focus more on high quality product and basically just like focusing more quality and enjoying mm -hmm. myself more. So that is like a thing I'm still struggling with because I need to learn to enjoy myself, play guitar, do all those things, you know, and just in being a human being. I was yesterday at a concert and yeah, the small talk was rough. <laughs> it was rough? Why? Just because you're out of shape or are yeah, you? No, no, I'm just like, okay, everybody. It's like, oh, yeah, they're talking about knives, you know, and like, oh, yeah, cool. Knives. 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 Yeah. Knives. And then, yeah, so then nice. that's how my small talk went. I'm nice, like, bruh. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I need to have more um, hobbies, you know, besides like hustling and video stuff. What's well, kind of weird, you know? Yeah, our stupid hobbies are cool. Like, I have disc golf, too, so that's a stupid yeah. hobby where, like, you know, it's like I, I don't do, I don't really take it seriously, but I can talk all day about it. It's it's nice. It's nice to have these things that are just not political. Yeah. You don't have to be good at them. It's yeah. great. I, I would suggest that for any creative to have something that's kind of outside of what you do is so important to just, like, get out and do, do other stuff that doesn't have to be good, which I think yeah. you do a little bit. You do it in your work. You experiment a lot in your work, I think. You get a lot of joy yeah. to doing stuff new. Yeah, I, I like pushing, it. like, weird stuff. 
and learning, pushing limits and stuff. Yeah. I was just thinking about with the one photo from the Midjourney thing that you just shared. It looked like a little bit extra rectangular, like the 360 world. I'm just like, can I make actually a 360 photo in that AI? So that's on my mind right now. So I just want to type it into Midjourney. You probably can. You probably can. Cause like because I, it will I, just so like make a world out of it. Like so in some of those, I did use the words wide angle, too. So I did use like wide angle in a couple of them. So, so probably... I wouldn't. Yeah, so, I've seen it all. <laughs> yeah, probably. So I'm just like, okay, I'll probably turn on my VR headset and just like generate some extra rectangular images. And yeah, see yeah, and just splice work. them together, and then no, it yeah. automatically does it in the VR headset and the players. So oh, just, oh, there you go. So I'm like, like you just put in those words and let's see if it works. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm kind yeah of well, there's there's a lot of great videos. I wish I could point people to them, but the, the definitely go out and search for videos of, of people doing mid-journey to Blender and doing that kind of jump and showing how that goes. So cool. Like, we'll just yeah. take, like, the stuff I just showed you and very quickly show you how to build that stuff out. And it's like, whoa, it's so cool. So you can even use this stuff as a map. It's 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 so Oh, it's the, crazy. the future, the future. It's, it's exciting and scary. Like it is a good way to describe it. I think it's how you described it. It's it's exciting and terrifying, and it, it totally is. It's both. Yeah, you got to be like a child and just play an experiment. Um, yeah. On that note, mm -hmm. I hear we actually will have a live podcast soon. Is that still happening? We will. Yes, we will. Yeah, definitely. So I think um, I can even give you a date right now that this live podcast yeah. can happen, everybody. So Have you everybody, the already. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My wallet says yes. Um, so, so the first podcast, I'm just checking my stuff, would be Friday, the 21st of October. So almost one month from today, we will be having. So I guess in four episodes, we will be together in studio for the first like ever that. live stream. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited, definitely. Um, yeah, on this note, um, I have like a list. I had a list open for um, <laughs> most creative. I just closed it because I got so excited about the um, the most the actual rectangular shenanigans thing. But I'm getting sidetracked on this time. List and think, organization. <laughs> yeah, today we had a lot going on. Like yeah. Drama. Yeah, drama, but good stuff, good stuff. Lots of good projects and stuff. Yeah. Um, on that note, what is your next creative project? Oh, he's just going to go right into it. Um, I have a small one. So I have um, one of my clients, I have no problem shouting uh, sh shouting him out here, is um, Fasira, so P-H-Y-S-C-I-R-A. Um, is they, the they, physics bus? Yep. So they do the they do the physics boxes, uh, physics in a box, which is this product they um, they they provide to schools that kind of they don't have the funds to really have a professional uh, science lab, physics lab, and so um, we're starting on a new project where um, we're going to start actually the online store, which we've been putting off for years and years of him actually having this be sold online and parts of this be sold online, and we're going to finally we build it. We need to do that too. We need to do that too. That should. We do. He pays better. <laughs> <laughs> True. Dad. No, we do, though. We totally do, though. On a meta level, there's a lot we need to do on this episode. But I will say this. 
we come out every week at least. So we just got to yeah. keep the episodes coming out, keep those the good stuff churning. And yeah. for all of you guys out there listening, it means a lot. P- please comment, please like, please subscribe. It yeah, does. It we, means we the actually, world to us. We broke a milestone. I think it was like our first 500 views or something like that or something like that. I'm well, that's cool. Sure. I like that. That's a cool. That's a cool metric. Uh, so thank you all. All you know the the two you know just like I said. Our, our two moms and three friends that watched uh, <laughs> 200 times each. Thank you so much in <laughs> the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the rest big, of you. <laughs> yeah, we're big here. Yeah, on that note, I think like we should um, call it a day. And yeah, see you in another one. Or you have anything else to say, Sean? Well, yeah. I mean, we're we're only at forty two minutes. I don't want to scrap them here. Lower. Let's see here. We got like we got like let's give like eight more minutes of content here. I could I could pull some stuff out here. Yeah. So. so Oh, you, you okay? You want to say something? No, I'm listening. Oh, you're listening. It <laughs> <laughs> kind of it seems like you're not going to listen. Okay. No. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, one thing I, I do want to just say to everyone was, like, what we were saying earlier about gut feelings and things like that is, um, is that if you do feel like there is anxiety and that if you do feel like that, like, you are scared to, to, to go out of your shell and do things. First off, you're not alone. All of us go through it, even the people that are doing well in their career. Even if you go to a networking event and there's some bigwig there who's creative director of the year, blah, blah, blah. Even he probably had anxiety going that night. And yeah. so just know, like, those gut feelings, I know when we say that there's people that probably can read that and be like, yeah, I get that gut feeling all the time and it paralyzes me, is is recognize the gut feelings that serve you and the ones that don't. And and keep pushing yourself. Keep getting out there. Every time that you face that anxiety, go to the networking thing, get the new client, pick up the phone, you know, send the estimate. I can't tell you how many estimates I've had my my, my cursor over the send button for like 10 minutes. Just like, you got to send it. No, no, no. It's too much. Just send risky it. Risky no, text. Sending the risky text. <laughs> and. But now I've, I've, after years of doing it, it's, it's starting to not have as bad anxiety. Like I, yeah. I have no problem sending the scary estimates. I have, I, I, I still have a problem adults. going to, to networking things. I will say, so I still sometimes feel this kind of like terrifying fear, but, but even then, like, you know, I, I can get through it. I kind of know also that, you know, you could just leave these things too. go to stuff and just know that if you hate it, leave. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to hit that. I know people out there that like suffer with anxiety suffer through that yeah. stuff they hear gut feelings and they're like well gut feelings don't help me and and that's i think that's right i think it's there's gut feelings that serve you gut feelings that don't get rid of those bad ones man because you're you're yeah. beautiful you're precious get out there in the world yeah i 100 percent agree especially for the young people because like we're when you get into 30s you know it's like you have seen a lot of stuff you're getting used to a lot of things and the pain is always there and you get used to it and you can choose to ignore it you know, that that was me yesterday where I'm like, okay, I'm at the concert and I'm like, I cannot really small talk with those people. And I could be like trying to come up with some socially awkward, like, ah, let's make some fun, weird topics, you know, and mm-hmm. be worried that they flop. Well, I'm just, let's be quiet. And, that is and that's something too is, is, you know, yeah, always just feel free to listen. I mean, I can't yeah. tell you, I, I, that's what I do is like, if I, if I don't really fit in, it's like, really cool. Tell me more. What's, what's up about knives, brah. Let's talk about <laughs> knives. And so, you know, it's, I've done that, you know, and I, people love that too, especially if you actually, yeah. you know, like I've said before, you just give genuine feedback, genuine comments, genuine interest. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's yeah, a lot so there's that, that you can ask actually. Like if you have problems small talking, 
best thing you can do is like ask them stuff and oh how did you do that you know kind of sort of and it's like it's like a book yeah. how to win and influence friends which sounds really weird you know but it's kind of like hitting the nail on the head like everybody likes talking about themselves you know yeah. and like if you have the right questions that are true questions where you're generously interested in like how do you do this you know and mm -hmm. it's not like a fake question where you don't care they yeah. will obviously know but if you can find something interesting about that person you can ask anything and hold a conversation yeah 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 exactly you know one of the best things that i uh, advice that i give to people that want to meet people is a lot of people always ask especially networking things what do you do and i think that's that's fine and all but I like to just ask people, what do you like to do? Like, what do you do for fun? Like, yeah. and everyone has something they like to do for fun. And some of them, it's funny because they'll actually have to think about it because they don't ever get asked what they like to do for fun. Yeah. Well, but, I don't know what I do for fun besides, like, freaking out. <laughs> that I should yeah, they're just like, things. fun? <laughs> fun? Yeah, so fun? I mean. Is that money? <laughs> <laughs> is it money uh but yeah no i mean so it's yeah so so that's so i just want to say that is is those gut feelings but you know i I, lo I love that you brought up that that example earlier of like people leave you and they come back and and you get that gut feeling back like do i just let them back in do they let them become yeah. a client again and and i just say like yeah if feel your if your gut feelings like no there's something weird here then yeah follow that because i mean that's so that's great too i mean i that's great advice and and don't be afraid to say no, even at the interview. You know they don't have all the cards. Nobody has all the cards, and yeah. I, and it took it's taken me so long to realize that that nobody has all the cards. Nobody could solve your situation anyway. That so. brought that, that brings me also to like another concept um, where we were like talking about, and it's like, um, do you want to do this project, and does that project make sense for you, like long term? You know, and I'm like. Oh, if you think about it, um, like you would multiply, like, oh, let's say you get this one creative project done. Do you want to be known for that? Because you maybe will do like five or maybe ten in your lifetime. and it, right. Or maybe more, you know, depending on how big the event is or whatever it is. I'm like, is it worth to spend the time on that thing? And if you see it out of, you know, that broader vision of your lifetime, you know, like yeah. you become very selective about the things that you should do. Obviously, this is not motivational if it's not hitting the spot, you know? And sometimes you just need to get some money to pay the bills. But yeah, sometimes things are just stepping stones. Yeah. yeah, sometimes things are just stepping stones, and that's okay, too. I mean, I we and we're all, none of us are above that. If everything falls apart, that, like, I have to go work at Walmart or Starbucks or wherever, yeah, I mean, that Starbucks. can happen. I come for a coffee. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, I, I someday feel like I will be a barista still. I keep applying, <laughs> but they never hire me, but someday, someday. Yeah. But, you know, I, um, you know, so I'm not above that. I don't think anyone's really above that. Um, yeah. You know, it, so it's, everything could be a stepping stone. You know, I I think um, you just have to, you know, it, especially find in happiness. all of, all the wildness. Yeah, you have to find happiness and you have to keep, keep being in love with what you're in love with and keep trying to fall in love with more. I mean, that's yeah. really what it comes down to is just be in love with what you're doing. Like literally have a great time. I mean, you're on this planet to have a great time. I think we all forget that, that like, like this world is a good world. It's a good planet. So you should just enjoy it. You really should enjoy yourself on this planet. Like to, to not is that's the waste right there. Yeah. And you know what? What I learned out of this podcast was you saying with the God, with the Buddhist, it doesn't matter what happened beforehand or what will happen after the garden. 
just make the best God possible. And I'm like, oh, this is deep, you know. You know, when, mm-hmm. when sometimes we take out work that is like not like up to the budget that we have, or it's maybe like with some weird stipulation, so it's worth our time, and we're mm-hmm. salty about it, not knowing if we get paid because like they didn't want to pay up front or whatever, which is not mm-hmm. recommended, and all those stuff, you know. But sometimes you do just work, and then if you do the work salty. It's not as good work as it is when you're like, oh, no, you're doing the best thing and you just do it for that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we're we're all guns for hire, right? And yeah. um, it's as simple as that. Hit your target, get paid. And so if you don't like something that you're doing, break it down to that. They need a good brochure. I make cool brochures. They need a demo reel. I make cool demo reels. Like yeah. you don't have to do worse work um, for them. And if you ever feel like at any point that you're going to do worse work, then yeah, that's the red flag. That's the gut feeling. That's the yeah. waste of your time. Because um, yeah, bad people do deserve good work too. That's the weirdest thing too. Is the we- I've I've done work for people that like that like don't necessarily do or aren't the fun people to work with, but they they need it too. So it's yeah. like, but you know. Oh man, we got we got a visitor, a cat visitor. Apparently. There's a lot of drama going on today. I'm just <laughs> Lots of drama. You. Lots of cats <laughs> everywhere. Everybody. Yeah. But um but yeah, with that, you know, yeah, but yeah, definitely the kind of moment of Zen of this is um just like um a monk would, would do the sand garden or even or even um when you're doing anything as simple as washing the dishes or cleaning the floor, um you know, next time you're filling up the the gas in your car is try to be present, you know, try to try to literally follow every movement you do and feel everything you do because there's so much throughout a day that we do ignore now and sometimes that can be the creativity too so i would say that too when you start your day you start the computer kind of try to be present what are you doing what are you opening what's how's the process runs on autopilot you know and you will skip for life and it's not good exactly so i think it's a habit if you exactly And so I think, um, yeah, so with that, just be present, you know, just, just be, just be present and, and you'll be, you'll be okay. I think that's, that's the biggest thing. I think, I think we're doing a good job and I would, I would say anyone watching this to do a good job of, of new technologies too, of being present that like, like mid journey just came, just was formed this year officially. You know, there's, there's a lot, a lot of these things are not old. They're, they're very new and, and we're, we're not like, Oh, I don't know. Maybe I should hold back like we're trying to jump into it as quick as possible and and i think that's that's being present is like know the moment feel the moment um and with that being said you know know if right now there's old technology you should go back to now is a good time to go back to the hand lettering paintbrush stuff maybe it is like you know it's just being being very present so so it all comes back to that and that's what's nice about the gut feeling is like even if your mind's not present your body will do it for you your body will do the physical whoa that's weird so, yeah, just just be present. I like hearing that. On that note, but I think now now we shall wrap it up and see you in another episode after you hit this like button. Only if you press the like. If you don't, we end it right now. So press it now. <laughs> now. <laughs> now. Well, cool. Well, thank you, everybody. This has been another great podcast. Thank you, my buddy Fitz. And we will see you in the next one of this podcast.